0: Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be the Cisco Kid. Original air dates, May 8th, 1958, and the title is Little Train Robbery. Let's get into it, and thanks for listening.
1: Here's adventure. Here's romance. Here's the famous Robin Hood of the Old West.
2: Cisco, the sheriff, he is getting closer. This way, Pacho,
1: follow the Cisco kids. <laughs>
3: Three meals a day, seven days a week. That's how often bread is served in the average home. And that's why bread, the right bread, that is, is so very important. And once you become accustomed to this little tune... Tut-tut, nothing but butternut bread. Yes, when you always remember that, you're getting the finest out of the bread you serve every meal, every day. You see, butternut bread, every loaf you buy, is always of the finest, softest, freshest quality. And we make this claim because we know that butternut is baked to the same uniform standard of highest quality every time. And say the butternut wrapper shows you its quality before you buy. There's a full true-to-life picture on every blue-and-white check gingham butternut wrapper. No guess, no squeeze, no doubt. You can be sure of the most appetizing, most delicious bread when you buy butternut bread. So, next time, every time, always by Butternut in the blue and white check gingham picture wrapper.
1: And now, the Cisco kid in our exciting story The Little Train Robbery. Though the winning of the West was a deadly serious task to the pioneers who undertook it, it was interspersed with many amusing incidents. One of them occurred in the early 1870s as a result of the efforts of Poncho, the rotund companion of the famed Cisco Kid. As our story opens... A small logging engine, hauling a tender and a caboose, chugs along toward the logging camp.
4: There's the water tower up ahead, Maureen. We'll stop this can, tankerous confounded tin can tub, and give it a drink. Sure, no, Aunt Amanda. This engine is in dire need of water. Where's the blasted brake? here, here. Whoa! Whoa, you smoke-belching son of Satan. Driving this rig's no different than handling a six-horse hitch. Just got to let them know who's the
5: boss. <laughs> That's what I like about this new America. Faith back in Ireland would be a scandal for two females to be cavorting with a steam engine by themselves. Oh, oh, come down
4: off the cab and lend a hand, Marine. Hello, hop, skip, and I'm with you. Now, as now, soon as I set the water pipe into the boiler, you can turn the spigot. There. <clears throat> now the water will go into the engine boiler. I'll give that spigot a whirl, Marine there that does it hello there Tis that sparrow ah.
5: kevin muldoon sure and his only bad news could be coming with him
6: Have in the morning tree maureen my darling and a fine morning it is to yes. so you too amanda
5: saucy yard kevin muldoon i'm not your darling and i'll not stand to have you talk to me that way
6: <laughs> it is no harm it maureen what other way would you have an irish lass address an irish lad?
4: With a respectful tongue in your head, you rogue. Aye, Maureen's right. An hombre oughtn't court a gal, lest she wants them to. You're supposed to be up with them other loggers, Kevin. But since you're here, you help Maureen water that engine. Now, yeah, I gotta get up to the cook shack and get the list of provisions to be brought back from
6: town. I'll tend to your bidding, Amanda. It is the engine I'll be looking after. <laughs> and I'll be looking after you too, my pretty one.
5: You keep your tongue from wagging in your head
6: soon as I set this two-edged action to the tree... I'll set you about what I've got to say.
5: Save your wind. I've spoken before and I'll speak it again. I'll make no marriage with the likes of you.
6: Then you'll make no marriage with the likes of anybody. And bad says to the viper who tries to take you from me. I'll beat him to death with me two fists.
5: And that's a fair reason for wanting none of you. You're a creature of great violence when provoked.
6: <laughs> there, now your paddling has caused the boiler to overflow. Working as fireman on this train, tossing wood into an engine, is not fit work for any, Colleen.
5: Tis more fit for you to keep your nose in your own kettle.
6: <laughs> Twis me old father who told me when I left the old sod that the best answer to a wilful lass is a kiss.
4: No,
6: there, no.
5: <laughs> you try that again, and it'll be more than the back of my hand you'll be feeling.
6: Come here, you blue-eyed little spitfire. No. <gasps>
2: Still got time to turn back, Sisko. Ponce, I want to go visit Senora Amanda's logging camp.
7: She does not mean the thing she says to you, Pancho. I think she's only teasing you. Mm, Pancho, I think so. You may get the chance to drive the little steam engine at Senora Amanda's camp.
2: Ah, she not let Pancho drive it. Oh, look, 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 look. There's the engine up ahead, go Do you still want to turn back? Mm, not heard if We go see the little steam engine for a little while.
7: Ha, <laughs> Is that all it takes to make you change your mind, Pancho?
2: Well, not really, maybe. Santo, set your ass. the matter? Go, 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 go. That hombre senorita over next to the steam engine. Mother of me, they're having to the fight. That big cajon, he's love the senorita.
7: Skulking packraft.
2: Yeah, diablo, yeah. Go, 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 go. You, Marley. <laughs>
7: get your hands off the senorita. Go,
6: go, 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 go. all the snakes in Ireland. Up
7: on your feet, Curly. I'm up,
6: you settling, pounding, cold nurse. Not for long. You're
2: all I that hand. you, uh, uh, bueno, uh, you this... knock him back into the tree. Sisko, look out. He grabbed a two-edged axe. Uh, uh,
6: I'll lay your skull wide right open.
7: Let that bullet serve as a warning. The next one will not be in the ground at your feet. Now put down that axe and I will finish what I began to do.
4: Hey, hey, what's all the commotion? Hey, hey, what's going
7: on here? Uh, Cisco. What is this, Senor Amanda? I am sorry to arrive in your camp this way, but when I saw this hombre slap the senorita. I
4: can handle this big oath Maldoon myself. Uh,
2: not seem to pound you like you do so good. So,
6: it's the Cisco kid who's your champion, Marine.
4: Oh, I told you that the next time you made trouble in this camp would be the last time. Now oh, you're fired, Calvin Maldon. Get your pay and get off my property. It's a
6: favor you're doing me, Amanda McCarthy. I don't fancy being bossed by a petticoat at all. As for you, Marine McCarthy, I meant what I told you. You heard what the senora said. On your way. And you hear what Cisco
7: say.
2: Andale, pronto.
6: Now hear me. Listen to what I've got to say. No man lifts a hand against the Muldoon but what he pays for it. Your threats do not impress me, hombre. It is more than a threat, Cisco kid. It is a hex I'm placing on you. When I spit through the double-cross my fingers... Call down the curse of the banshees on your head.
5: Kevin Muldoon, you're an evil man. Call back your curse, lest it fall on your own head.
6: Never mind, senorita. I do not believe in superstitions. We'll be meeting again, Cisco. And when we do, it'll be more than an Irish curse you'll be getting, you flannel mouth sun uh,
7: You have trouble with that big coyote, Cisco? I do not think so, Pancho. I think he is all talk.
4: Well, talk or not, he can't bother nobody if he ain't around here. And I aim to make sure that he gets off my property. Have a care.
5: Kevin Muldoon is not one to forgive or forget. He means to have his revenge. And I, for one, think he'll stop it not to soothe his vicious Irish temper.
8: Hey,
6: hey Kevin! Kevin Muldoon! Wait up! What is it you want, Willie? <sighs>
8: Hey, you know, it's all over camp that you're leaving, Kevin, that Amanda fired you.
6: What's it to you, uh, Willie Johnson?
8: Uh, uh, oh, you got me wrong, Kevin. I'm your friend. As soon as I heard you was going, I packed my gear and collected my time.
6: Oh, is it that you're sick of being bossed by a petticoat also? Uh, partly. What's the other part?
8: Well, I'm sick of being a swamper in a lumber camp. I want to be a logger. You said you'd teach me, Kevin.
6: Uh, you will, won't you? Oh, you oh, oh, sure know me, little bucko. Tis a timber wolf I'll be making of you. <laughs> but first I've a debt to settle with that horse-riding land crab that Cisco Kid.
8: Well, it's all over camp about the fight you had with him, Kevin. Fight, you call
6: it? A fraud, I calls it. The craven coward takes his gun to me. Yeah,
8: if he hadn't, you'd have beat him to a pulp with your fist, wouldn't you, Kevin?
6: Sure as me name is Kevin Muldoon, I would have. I'll do this double axe alongside his ear, yep.
8: <laughs> You're the one that can do it, Kevin. You got my help, you know, if you want it, too.
6: Any and, time you want. It. And by the black cats of Kenny, Marine McCarthy will never be true to none other than me. I'll see her dead first.
8: She should not have turned you down, Kevin.
6: When I've had my revenge, they'll have to turn down the sod de barrier. Hey, wait up a bit. Ah,
8: uh, what is it, Kevin?
6: Over yonder, the huge pile of timber up on the hill there.
8: Where? Oh, you mean them fresh cut trees up above the engine?
6: Hey, uh, what are you up to, Kevin? First, to be with caution, so we'll not be spied. Keep a sharp eye out. Hey, don't
8: climb so fast, Kevin. I can hardly keep
6: up with. You. This way, we'll use this path through the brush. Here, uh, this is near enough. Uh, uh, near enough for what? Clear the fog from your brain, man. What would happen if a lumber stiff like me was to knock the retaining pegs from that stacked pile of big trees? Ah. Hey. We-
8: Come tumbling down off the side of the mountain like an avalanche.
6: Right. And if that iron mule train was directly in the path of the avalanche... Yeah, it'd be smashed. Right. Smashed to (laughs) smithereens. No, just supposing Amanda, Maureen, the Cisco Kid, and his fat sidekick were aboard the steam engine.
8: (laughs) Yeah, they'd be smashed to smithereens, too. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but how can you be sure they'd be aboard?
6: I'm already sure. I heard Pancho tell Amanda he and Cisco would ride in on the train to help protect the payroll she's gone after.
8: And all we gotta do is wait till they start up the train and so as it'll be directly in front of the path of these logs, Kevin.
6: It'll be worth the wait, Willie. Ah. The engine will be pulling so slowly that even with the four-leaf luck of an Irish leprechaun, they won't escape death.
4: I've said it before and I'll say it again, Pancho. You can't drive the
2: engine. Pancho's able to drive the engine as good as anybody, señor Manda. And Pancho prove it to you.
4: Huh. Only reason I'm letting you come along on the trip to towns, is because of Cisco. After Muldoon's threats, I want him to help guard that payroll money. And
2: Pancho be with you to guard it too, you know. So there's not much Pancho asked. No, no,
4: no, you let Pancho drive the train. What a help you would be in a case of trouble. You're always getting in Cisco's way when trouble does start. Pa 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 You help you plenty brave. Oh, <laughs> Brave, brave, brave is a prairie dog when he sees a chipmunk. Ah. <laughs> yeah, they both turn and run. Uh, oh, there's Cisco and Maureen aboard the engine already. Now come on, let's get going. Pa pa
2: pa the chance, and Paddy show you señor know the man of
5: Kind of drove the snakes from Aaron, you to argue enough to be man and wife? Uh,
7: if Pancho and the Senora were married, perhaps they would
2: not argue as much, Senorita Maria.
5: Oh,
4: me marry a loafer like this fat blabbermouth? Mm, uh, fine,
2: you soon sooner be dead to make matters with such a bussy, sharp, dumb Senora. Why not forget the argument for now? Let us get
4: started. Uh, all right now, Pancho. You've been bragging how good you can run a steam engine. Here's your chance. Go ahead, go ahead steams up. Uh, un momento. Pancho, do
2: you know anything about a steam engine? Yeah, Pancho know a lot. Pancho showed the señor Romano. Uh, Pancho, see the engineer one time. He pushed
4: his hand like... Oh, what tarnation? Why, you're going backwards. Mother those trees, look out. It's an avalanche. We'll
2: be buried alive.
1: And if Kevin Muldoon's plan of death is successful, the train and its passengers are doomed. In just a moment, we'll return to The Cisco Kid.
3: Now you can bring appetizing, satisfying goodness to any diet meal with deliciously different Roman meal bread. You see, this rich and unusual dark bread, baked only by butternut, gives you just 62 calories per slice. Yet it supplies that important touch of real eating enjoyment you need on any diet, with plenty of nutrition, too. Roman meal's flavor is completely different from any other bread. It's a dark bread, that's right, but it's a dark bread with typical white bread tenderness, the richness of rye, the goodness of whole wheat. It's smooth and lastingly fresh, Roman Meal gives you that delightful combination of white, wheat, and rye flowers, blended with honey and prune juice for extra zest. And whether you're on a diet or if you just plain like good food, try Roman Meal. Just look for the bright and attractive wrapper with the Roman Meal Gladiator emblem. Roman Meal bread, baked only by Butternut. Fresh at your grocer's every day, delicious for every meal. <laughs>
1: Back to the Cisco Kid in our gripping story, "The Little Train Robbery." Cisco interrupts an argument between Maureen McCarthy and Kevin Muldoon. As a result of the argument, Maureen's aunt Amanda fires Kevin. Kevin plots with Willie Johnson to start an avalanche of logs, which will destroy a logging engine Poncho is driving, and at the same time, kill Maureen, Amanda, and Cisco. As Pancho starts the train, Kevin releases the avalanche of timber. Now... By the patron
5: saint of all the Irish, you have a lightning-fast brain to be acting so quickly, Pancho. What? Well,
4: who? Huh? The avalanche? Oh, good for you, Pancho. By starting up the train to go backwards, you saved all our lives. Didn't he, Cisco? Huh?
7: Oh, see, oh, uh, see, si, si, senor Amanda. We are very lucky this train was going backwards. If we had been going forward, we would be buried under that mountain of timber. Uh. Uh, we are safe now. Uh, stop the train, Pancho. Yes, it's good. Cool. Sure, and by God, it is the
4: work of the wicked Muldoon. Kevin Muldoon started that avalanche? Are you certain? Sodom and Gomorrah! If someone human started that avalanche, it could have been Muldoon and Willie Johnson. Pancho agree with Maureen. And Pancho, I think it's what she
2: said. It might have been an accident, but...
7: Come down off the engine and we will have a look.
4: Oh, I'm taking back what I said to you before, Pancho. <laughs> it is plain to see
5: you two had no cause for argument all the time.
2: Huh? Now, you say you say Pancho not so brave like a prairie dog or a chipmunk, huh? Like I said, I'm sorry. And you say you only let Pancho go alone because you want Cisco to guard the
4: payroll? Well, I apologize for saying it, Pancho want you to help guard that money, too. And yeah, Now you forget, you know, Amanda. Now you ever say to Pancho, here
2: a fat glab and mouth in the loafer. Not ever again, sobbing. Oh, I, I don't know what to say. I already asked you to forgive me. I... And one more thing, Pancho, you're going to say. Hey, Alberto, Pancho. One more Pancho,
7: thing? Pancho, this has gone far enough. One more. You and I both know that starting the steam engine backward was a mistake. Oh, what? You... It was what? not your quick thinking that saved our lives. It was a blunder, because you did not know how to run the engine. Oh,
2: Sisko, why'd well, you gotta
7: tell it? Well, I would have kept quiet. But when you take advantage of Senora Amanda's
4: apologies, then I think so, it is time that I. Oh, so w- it was all a mistake, eh? Hogging the credit for saving our lives. Mm, well, not you know to No, everything I said in the first place holds good. That Poncho is as worthless. As a Confederate dollar in a Yankee cafe.
2: Yeah, to get a chance and fine to uh, show you, you
4: know, the big noise bossy old oh, man. Oh, I got no time to be arguing with you, Pancho. Oh, it'll take a crew three hours to clear them logs off the track. I'll go get them started. Now, now, Cisco, you see if you can find out what caused the avalanche.
2: I'm let you get away with talking like
5: that. Pancho tells you a thing or three. <laughs> the truth be told, I do believe Aunt Amanda's a bit daft over Pancho.
7: You think that is why she picks on him?
5: Sure, as picking a shamrock will bring you good fortune, and a hex will bring you bad. Perhaps
7: people make their own good or bad fortune, senorita. Perhaps my neglect to take extra precaution against Kevin Muldoon is responsible for the avalanche. If it is true, any more neglect may lead to our deaths.
8: Uh, yeah, wait till you hear the news.
6: What did you learn, William, lad?
8: Uh, I, I learned why that blasted logging engine started up backwards and, and saved them all from the landslide of logs. Why? A man to let that fat baboon poncho drive the engine. When he started it, he threw it into reverse
6: by mistake. Saved their lives by a mistake, did he? Uh, There'll be no mistake to save them the next time. Yeah. Uh,
8: you going after Cisco again, Kevin?
6: be order, what kind of an Irishman is it that won't try after his enemy a second time? What are you aiming to do? Kill me two buzzards with the same stone. I don't follow you, Kevin. I've been watching the cruel man to set to the task of clearing the logs from the railroad tracks.
8: Oh, they'll be done before long, won't they?
6: That they will, me bucko. They'll be done and have the train run into town after the payroll before he can say Sean O'Hara.
8: Yeah, you mean for us
6: to go after the payroll money. Aye. The time to board that iron mule is before they've collected that payroll from the bank.
8: You're right. They'll be on guard once they pick up the payroll.
6: We'll hide on the rods beneath the car. When they've started back to come from town, we'll make our play. Yeah, what do you want me to do? Knowing Amanda as I do, I venture to predict she'll be driving the steam engine while Maureen stokes the logs. Uh, you reckon Sisko and Poncho will be in the caboose with the money? I'm betting on it. I'll surprise them two scalawags. You get the drop on Amando and Maureen, make them stop the train, then herd them back to the caboose. Now you be sure and get the drop on Sisko. I don't cotton the tangling with him. Leave it to me. To me in this two-edged axe. If Cisco tries to stir up a tempest, I'll split his skull.
2: Well, so far we're all right, Sisko. We get you know the man's payroll and the provisions, we're not get no troubles. Well, we are not back at camp yet, Bonjo. Well, on our way there, and that Muldoon Coyote ride up to rob us. We able to see him. Well, just keep alert. Yeah, Paz, keep watching out this window. It's
6: the door you should be watching, you fat fool. It's for you, Sisko, the blade of me
2: axe. Oh! Hey, you coyote Kevin Muldoon,
6: What you do to Cisco? If you're wanting the same, you'll be getting it. One blow of me fist and I'll bash your faces. Uh, you hear me, you uh, fat clown? Uh, put 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 Poncho down. Put Panzer down, you you If yeah. you trifle with me again, I'll lay your skull open, as I meant to do to your partner. All
4: right, all right, you two up them steps into the caboose. Oh, I ought to take that gun away from you, Willie Johnson, and stuff it down your throat. Go on,
8: move, now, get it. Better out.
4: do as he directs, Aunt Amanda. The little weasel is pixelated.
5: So, tis you, Kevin Muldoon. It was not necessary for your partner to tell me you were behind all this.
6: I told you I'd have my revenge, Marine. Sisko,
5: is
2: he... No, op- senora, man. Sisko, he not dead. Muldoon Maverick hit Sisko
8: on the head with the side of the axe. He knocked him out. Why didn't you do like you said you was going to, oh,
6: Kevin? No need to split the skull of this hero. Take that rope yonder, Willie. Tie up the four of him. Then we'll get the payroll and get out of here.
4: Uh, there'll be a posse after your hides before you get a chance to spend any of it. You thieving pole cats.
6: Oh, tis your pardon I'll be begging for forgetting to tell you. After you're will Willie and I are going to leave you here in the caboose.
5: We'll be found, you black-hearted knave.
6: Ay, I'm sure you will, Marine, my lass. The four of you will be found dead after the train jumps the track at Dead Man's Curve. But how, Kevin? Tis easy, Willie, my boy. We start up the engine, set the throttle to full speed and jump off the cab.
2: You rotten, scurrying (laughs) sidewinder.
6: This iron mule and dead man's curve will do the rest for us. And the accident will destroy all the evidence.
2: Find you, find that I can break these ropes.
5: Oh,
4: it is no use for me to try further. I cannot budge. Oh, that polecat cat Muldoon done a good job of tying us. Ooh, these blasted ropes! Oh, only Cisco'd come too. Now oh, I'm feared even Cisco
5: could not stop this train in time, Aunt Amanda.
1: Oh my! Head Cisco. Or-
5: Cisco,
2: Cisco, wake up. Oh, Cisco. Please, wake up, Cisco. For Cisco, five... are you all right? Uh, when things be
5: praised, that is.
7: Oh, what is the matter? Uh,
2: my hands.
5: Oh, oh.
2: oh that coyote Muldoon. Are you, you able to break the ropes around your hands, Cisco? Uh, I will try, amigo. Try, try. Uh, uh, I'm
7: afraid not, Pancho. Oh.
2: Madre mía, who is driving the engine?
5: No one. What? We are doomed by the black heart of the And yeah,
2: Those two renegades set the travel wide open and jump off the train, Sisko. The train go. will never make dead man's curve going at full speed. Ah, 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 ah. Hey, no, Cisco. you break the ropes. Faith is the work of the little people. Hey, hey, the train's slowing down. In, in all by itself? How it could be? I do not see anyone up in the
7: cab. Here, let me untie you, Senorita Marine. Better yet, is there a knife here in the caboose, Senora Amanda? Over in that cabinet, Cisco. I'll have you all loose in a moment. There, Senorita. I'm thankful
4: to you, Cisco. And you... Senora? Oh, thanks, Cisco. Uh, now to see about that engine. That
2: hold still, amigo. Ah, Gracias, Cisco. How that engine could stop by itself, huh?
4: That cantankerous iron tub ran out of steam... It's the only thing to do it. Sure, and it must be the work of the little people. No steam is coming from the smokestack, And it's Pancho's fault. He forgot to turn down the steam pressure after the landslide. Well, oh, ah! <laughs>
2: Pancho's sorry for oh. the mistake.
4: Pancho's not known, I did Sorry! <laughs> oh, them two mistakes of yours today saved our lives both times. Uh, you just keep on making them kind of mistakes and you'll be a bigger hero than Cisco is. you <laughs> <laughs> um, making another mistake, senor. On um, purpose. What kind of mistake, Pancho? I
2: um, leave the payroll monies in the tin box. You see, is able to guard it, so Pancho proved to you he can do it. Well, sure. Now, what became of the money? Oh, Pancho put it in this cabinet,
4: and Pancho put uh, paper in the tin box.
2: Oh. <laughs>
7: hey, look, through the window. Those two what? weasels have discovered the trick you played on them.
4: Oh, uh, they must have seen the train come to a halt. Oh, and us without guns. Andale,
7: get down the floor and pretend to be tied.
4: Oh, I pray you take no chance, Cisco.
5: The evil Muldoon will kill you. Keto, Keto.
7: Uh-huh. There you be. See? And before you can use that gun, you'll fight. Yourself back on the gun.
4: Where does this go? you knock him out cold? <laughs> cold is a matter. Oh, the way Willie Johnson ducked to his heels when the fight began. He wants no part of it. <laughs> Poncho know why. That Mabrig afraid to get in the fight with Pancho,
2: because he's afraid Pancho make another mistake and knock him out too. <laughs> <laughs> Poncho. Those two coyotes, Muldoon and Johnson, go to the jail for a long time. They will have plenty of time to be sorry for attempted robbery and murder. They do the bad things and they get all the bad luck, even if that Muldoon coyote say the hex on you, Cisco.
7: That is all superstition, Poncho.
2: I do not believe in any of it. Uncle Jose, back in Armasillo, he believe in it. He does? Why? Because of a hunch he get one day. He get up at seven. Sí. He got exactly seven dollars in his pocket. Sí. He had the lunch with seven hombres and they walk seven miles to the racetrack. Seven hombres and they walk seven miles to the racetrack. Yeah, sí. there's seven horses in the race and Uncle Jose picked the seventh. And it came in the winner? No, seventh. Oh, Pancho! Oh, she's has oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And so ends another exciting adventure with o. Henry's famous Robin Hood of the West, the Cisco Kid.
3: Say, boys and girls, do you like to go to the grocery store with Mother? Does she even let you push the cart around sometimes or carry home the packages? Well, she'd most likely be more than pleased if you'd help her with the shopping, too. And you know you'll always pick up the right bread if you pick up the bread with a picture of the slices right on the wrapper. Yes, sir, just reach out for a loaf of... Tut, tut, nothing but butternut bread. And when you do, you'll be the apple of mom's eye. And dad's, too. Because man, woman, boy or girl, everybody goes for good butternut bread. That tantalizing aroma of fresh-baked bread, that tender freshness, that full-flavored richness, they're all qualities of the finest bread, butternut bread. And what's more, butternut helps provide you with the essentials you need to keep going strong all day long. So next time you go to the store with Mother, pick up the bread in the blue and white check gingham wrapper, the wrapper with a picture of fresh white slices right on it, good butternut bread.